Welcome to Football is Family, a podcast dedicated to the fan and fan experience. My name is Jeremy McFarland, and I want to look at the positive behind what makes football so enjoyable to watch and follow. I want to know why you are a fan of your team, of a player, or an era of football. Whether the pros, college, or high school, I want to hear and share your stories and your love for the game. If you want to be part of this podcast, please message me on Twitter at Jeremy underscore McFarland or on Facebook at the Footballist Family Facebook page. Thank you all for joining us again on the Footballist Family podcast. Uh, I, I get to do some things with this podcast that uh, I look forward to. Uh, it, a lot of it deals with guests, but sometimes it's dealing with the topics and today's topic is kind of close to my heart. It's the family part, but there's football involved with it too. I grew up in the 80s and I remember some of my most, uh, you know, some of the things that I actually look forward to Saturday night main event, wrestling, or as I say, wrestling. You know, I told my brother and all, I watched some wrestling growing up. He's like, what's wrestling? I'm like, it's Tennessee for wrestling. But we would watch Saturday Night Main Event. Uh, I would rent the Royal Rumble and uh, I would rent the WrestleMania and things like that. I love the WCW, the NWO. I watched some of the smaller events. Jerry the King Lawler has a, has a restaurant in Memphis just down the road from me. And Jerry, if you're listening, you're one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Thank you. But. Uh, I remember doing these things because it's stuff that I enjoy doing. It's it's fun. And even though it's not real, it's scripted, I still have some fond memories. So recently, well, during the pandemic, especially when we were locked in, I went back on uh, YouTube and watched some of the older wrestling events. And I remember them vividly, like the Royal Rumble when Ric Flair won the WWF championship. I remember when Hogan uh, slam Yokozuna to win the championship uh, after Yokozuna cheated with Mr. Fuji to beat my boy Bret Hart, who is the best there is, the best there was, and best there ever will be. I remember these things. I I bought the games and, and show my son and my daughter, this is the wrestling that I grew up with. Uh, and they think, how in the world did you survive, number one? And how in the world did you uh, watch these things? Well, it's a different time in the 80s and the early 90s. Uh, wrestling was, was a lot of fun. Uh, in fact, the only time that I can say that I didn't watch Monday night football re uh, almost religiously was when I was in college at Freed Hardman, third floor Benson on Monday night. It was during the Monday night wars between WWE and WCW. And we would have Monday nitro on, and then we would have the Monday night raw on as well. We'd go back and forth. And people would go up to each other and go too sweet, and you know we'd have we'd have the uh, the NWO. We'd have, it just kind of shows you that we really needed to get a life. We were nerds then. I guess we are nerds now, uh, but we we understood you know who Scott Hall was and Kevin Nash. We people like Steve Austin, Steve Austin, and The Rock. I mean we would hear people saying, can you smell what the rock is cooking? And then we know that they're, they're burning something in the microwave. Uh, we understood that. I mean, one of my favorite games on the uh, Nintendo 64 was, uh, was WCW versus NWO. 
I mean, it's games like that that really kind of showed me the reason why I didn't make so hot of a grades on my freshman and sophomore year in college. But that's neither here nor there. But I thought it's actually interesting to see how many wrestlers or wrestlers started as college or NFL players that they had uh, both of these sports. And, and to be honest, you know, we say that wrestling scripted. You have to be an athlete to be a wrestler. You really do. Uh, it's amazing what they put their bodies through every, every day. Uh, how many stars we see today had their, their uh, origins in, in college or pro football? Like The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson played uh, for the Calgary Stampeders for a little bit. He played for the Miami Hurricanes, winning a national championship in 1991. He did all right as a wrestler. He did all right. Um, I tell you what, one of the things I enjoy when uh, when we play some of the older games or some of the, even some of the newer games with the Rock, and I have to. I ask my kids constantly, do you smell what daddy's cooking? And they're like, what are you going to do? And they're like, I'm going to body slam me on the game. You know, I'm going to drop the people's elbow. You got to do that. You got to do that every now and then. You got to remind the kids on video games that you are still the boss and you have to drop the people's elbow. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, he really made a statement on the WWE when he became the Rattlesnake, but he was uh, the ringmaster at one point. He was... Stunning Steve Austin. It wasn't a very good look for him. Uh, but he played, he played for uh, a junior college, Wharton Junior College in the University of North Texas. He, uh, he played for them. Can you imagine going up against Stone Cold Steve Austin coming over the middle? I don't know if I'd want to do that. Bill Goldberg, one of my favorite. I, I like Bill Goldberg. And uh, I'll tell you this, my freshman year in college, I went and saw WCW Monday Nitro in Memphis. And I saw Sting coming down from the ceiling when he was in his uh, crow days. And he got beat up pretty badly. But I got to see Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair live. And, you know, that's, that's a highlight. Bill Goldberg was one of those guys that I saw as well. He played for the University of Georgia. The Rams drafted him, and he played for the Falcons and the Panthers, he did all right as a wrestler, too. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is one of the newer ones. I know who he is. I don't really follow wrestling as much as I used to. But Roman Reigns played, uh, played for Georgia Tech. And uh, he, it says here that he went undrafted in 2007, but signed with the Vikings and then the Jacksonville Jaguars. Then he went up to uh, Canadian, the Canadian Football League. So Roman Reigns, that's not his real name. I can't even try. I'm not going to try to pronounce your name. Roman, if you're listening, I'm trying, but I can't pronounce your name. John Cena played for Division III Springfield College. Brock Lesnar, the beast. The cover of, I believe, 2016, WWE 2017, I should say. Uh, He left the WWE to play for the Minnesota Vikings, but he was cut before the season. Brock Lesnar. I don't know if I'd want to be slammed by Brock Lesnar. You keep going on. There's several more people who played Bray Wyatt. Many of you may know who Bray Wyatt is. He played for Troy University. 
the Usos, Jimmy and Jay, played high school football and then played for the University of West Alabama. Jack Swagger and Darren Young, they both played football. One of my favorite uh, favorite wrestlers in the 80s was Hacksaw Jim Duggan. He played college football. Titus O'Neill played defensive lineman for the Florida Gators. He was part of the 1996 national championship team. Now, Titus O'Neill is a great wrestler, too. And you keep going down, down the line, and you'll see that there's several people who played uh, football, but also was a wrestler. Big Van Vader. Big Van Vader, who, was, who made a lot of uh, noise in the WCW, played for the University of Colorado and was a two-time All-American. The LA Rams drafted him in 1978. His real name is Leon White. Now, I can't pronounce that. One of my favorite, uh, I always liked uh, Tito Santana as well. Tito Santana played tight end for West Texas State University before eventually signing with the Kansas City Chiefs. He went to play for the BC Lions in CFL. Lex Luger, the total package, Lex Luger, WCW age or the narcissist in WWE age. He started off for the Penn State playing Penn State University and then went to the University of Miami. He went to play professional football in Montreal and the USFL and the uh, Tampa Bay Bandits, the Memphis Showboats and the Jacksonville Bulls. Now, by the way, we go back to Hacksaw Jim Duggan. He got recruited by Ohio State University. He went to play for Southern Southern Methodist University in Dallas. He went and signed for the uh, Atlanta Falcons. By the way, one of uh, when you look at Hacksaw's finishing move, he basically did a football tackle. Where do you think he learned that from? Ron Farouk Simmons. This man is awesome. He was uh, part of the Nation of Domination, which the uh, the Rock was part of at one point. He was an All American nose guard at Florida State under Bobby Bowden. And it says here he finished ninth in Heisman voting in 1979. He was elected to the College Football Hall of Fame in 2008. He played in the NFL, selected in the 1981 draft for the Chicago uh, for Cleveland Browns, before playing for the Tampa Bay Bandits along with teammate and fellow wrestler Lex Luger. And you see, there's a lot of crossover here as well, but of course. Um, Probably one of the more famous ones would be uh, would be Bronco Nagurski, who made more money, is what I understand, made more money wrestling than he did playing football. At one point, Steve Mar- Mongo McMichael from the Chicago Bears, he wrestled a little bit. Lawrence Taylor wrestled Bam Bam Bigelow, which was a great match. I enjoyed it at least. Uh, you keep going down the le- line, and there's several more people that have wrestled from the NFL. Uh, Rob Gunkowski has done a little bit of wrestling as well. So there's a lot of carryover. There's a lot of uh, crossover with, between the two groups. Now, what does this have to do with football and family? I just want you to know that there's a lot of things out there that that ties the two sports together. There's a lot of things that crosses over from 
from football to other sports and other things like that. You have Deion Sanders and Bo Jackson playing different sports. Um, but also, I just wanted to talk about wrestling. I've been playing a lot of WWE wrestling lately, and I thought this would just be a neat little thing to do. But what really got me thinking about when I was growing up, um, my mother had uh, a while back, she sent a box home with my family, and I wasn't there. She sent a box home that had some things that I was growing up so she can clean out part of my room. Uh, inside of that box was a tape. Now, if your kids are listening, a tape is not a CD. It's not a, it's not a record. It's not an eight track. It's just a tape. It's you have to rewind fast forward and flip it over to change sides. Many of you who are listening know exactly what I'm talking about, but the tape was back in the day. Pizza hut came out with an exclusive tape of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles singing. It's called Coming Out of Their Shells. I bought the tape back in the day because I like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I'm not afraid to admit that I still kind of like them. And I can probably sing the theme song for you, but I don't want you to stop listening right now. So I'm not going to do that. And I started thinking that, you know, when you grow up, you have a bit of a nostalgia that kind of overcomes how bad certain things are that if you were to go back and watch them now, it would be awful. Like I went back and watched the original flash uh, show from the early nineties and it's not as good as I remembered that tape. When I listened to it recently, it's definitely not as good as I remember watching some of the older wrestling is not as good as I remember. But that's that part of your childhood that you treasure and that you hold dear. And I wanted to share part of my childhood with you today. Wrestling and the NFL both played a big part of me growing up. And I thought it was neat to see how they connected. I'll see you next week on the Footballers Family Podcast.